2: So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandys.
1: It's Friday, June 18th. I'm Oscar Ramirez from the Daily Dive podcast in Los Angeles, and this is Reopening America. Even as more parts of the country continue to fully reopen from the pandemic, you're going to keep seeing what many are calling hygiene theater. Think plexiglass dividers, scanning QR codes for menus, and the constant cleaning of surfaces, despite surface contact not being a significant transmitter of the virus. These actions have much more to do with making customers feel better than it does with science. Mark Fisher, senior editor at The Washington Post, joins us for how long this hygiene theater may last. Thanks for joining us, Mark.
0: It's great to be with you.
1: I wanted to talk about hygiene theater. Right now, the country is opening back up from the pandemic in a lot of cases, The rollout has been slow and different from state to state, city to city. Everybody's kind of on their own right now. But this hygiene theater, uh, you know, this kind of overcleaning, you know, closing down. uh, You go to a restaurant or a fast food place and they close down the fountain drink section. You know, it's walled off with like police tape or something like that. And, you know, everybody has to get everything for you. It's a slow roll back into getting back to normal. But these are things that we probably don't need. Uh, You know, we've found out more about the virus and it doesn't stick to surfaces and it's not as transmissible that way. So a lot of people are looking for that moment when we can stop all of that and just get back to normal. So uh, Mark, tell us a little bit more about this.
0: Well, that's exactly right. And what we're seeing is that in some places we are moving back toward normal. In other places, businesses, uh, public facilities, entertainment venues, all kinds of places like that are kind of caught in the middle because on the one hand, they want to open up. They want to give people a feeling of normalcy. On the other hand, they know that some of their customers are still very nervous about going out. They don't want to think they won't be safe. And so a lot of Adopting precautions that really aren't scientifically merited. So you talked about things that that bars against touching things, Uh, you know, this sort of heavy disinfecting of surfaces that we saw in the early months of the lockdown. There are transit systems and theaters and uh, other public facilities that are still doing that, even though they know that the virus is not transmitted by touch. So why are they still doing it? Well, there are two big reasons. One is they're doing it to make their customers feel more comfortable. And the other is they're doing it to save money. They're doing some of these things to save money. So they're, For example, at restaurants, it's hard at some restaurants to get a printed menu anymore. You have to aim your camera on the phone and and pull up the QR code and pull up a digital menu. Well, that was initially done to make people feel more comfortable and to stop the spread. But now that's no longer valid scientifically. It's often being done to save money.
1: Right. And the question comes now, what will stick? What's going to stay with us? After things fully reopen, and you were talking to some people about all of this and one of the big pushes for getting vaccinated was everything's going to go back to normal, right? But with these things persisting, it tends to degrade that customer experience. You know, you can't move around as freely as you wanted to before you still have plexiglass up and everything. So I, I kind of agree in that sense that it, it's still all these barriers are kind of off-putting. But a lot of it, as you mentioned, has to do with psychology. It makes customers feel more comfortable that the business, restaurant, whatever it is, is putting more effort into keeping clean so the customers can feel a little bit better about it.
0: It puts business owners in a really tough spot because on the one hand, they don't want to alienate their customers who just want to feel more comfortable, feel safer. And so they want to keep up some of those precautions to to communicate the sense that the business is taking this very seriously. I talked to some business owners who said, well, we're keeping the temperature checks uh, because it gives people that feeling of comfort. I think eventually much of this goes away, but there's a really cautionary tale in the aftermath of 9-11. And if you think about all the things that have become a permanent part of the landscape, from showing an ID card in the lobby of an office building to some of the restrictions at airports, a lot of these precautions, once they're put in place, it's awfully hard to take them away.
1: You mentioned in the article, too, that a lot of Americans that want this kind of clear rules about how things are going to go forward. I mean, we didn't get them throughout the entirety of the pandemic, any really clear course on a lot of things. But there'll probably be a little more disappointment in the coming months as the reopenings are so uneven. Everybody's kind of all over the place. And, you know, obviously businesses for themselves, they don't want to get caught in something and, and you know, an outbreak happened and then they're held liable. So there's going to be a lot of this kind of one rule set, maybe taking it back, this jockeying back and forth is going to happen for a few months at least.
0: I think that's right. And and, uh, probably at least through next winter, we're going to see uh, the same kind of back and forth that we just saw, for example, from Southwest Airlines, where first they said they were going to resume serving alcohol on their flights. And then just days later, they scrapped that plan because they saw how how poorly some passengers were behaving in, in the air these days. So there's gonna be a back and forth. We're seeing it in hotels, we're seeing it in transit systems. And I think one of the main places we'll be seeing it is in entertainment venues, in bars and restaurants, in concert halls, movie theaters. Uh, They really are caught. They don't know exactly what they can safely let go of And yet I hear from a lot of people that they're just ticked off by some of these restrictions. For example, at Nationals Park, the baseball stadium here in D.C., they put in these touchless dispensers for the condiments, replacing the old bins where you could kind of reach in and get a spoonful of onions to put on your hot dog. They replaced that with these machines that put down a huge Plop of ketchup or mustard when you (laughs) waved your hand under it, and fans went crazy. They said they they didn't know how to operate it, and it was ruining their hot dogs because it was too much stuff coming out of the machine. And so, uh, finally, the team said, "Okay, forget it. We won't do the touchless thing anymore." So there's going to be a lot of back and
1: forth, and you know a lot of kind of inconsistencies with that, especially at the Nationals Park where you were talking about. You know, you got to download a QR code to order some of your concessions. Well, the person is still manually handing you a hot dog, so you're not touching them for one. Part of it, you're still interacting with them for other parts of it. So it, it can be very confusing. And, you know, it's up to, uh, I mean, in all of these cases, it's our local public health experts who are making these decisions without some type of uh, big national rule or something. It really is going to be down to being done at the local level.
0: And even at the individual level, business level. I talked to some folks from the National Restaurant Association and they're telling their members, hey, you can go back to printed menus. You don't have to do the temperature checks. And yet many of their members are deciding to kind of violate that recommendation and go ahead and continue to have those restrictions uh, in part sometimes because they don't have the staff that they had before the pandemic. And so they don't have somebody who can rewrite the menus and print them out and they don't want to pay for that. So it's going to be a mix of motives here, where it's not just about safety. It's not just about curbing the spread of the virus. It's also about what these individual businesses that have been hit so hard can afford going forward.
1: Well, we'll see how much of this hygiene theater does continue. Mark Fisher, senior editor at The Washington Post, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. I'm Oscar Ramirez, and this has been Reopening America